0: Part of what the Missouri Department of Mental Health does is to inform the public about services available to people feeling the impact of disasters. That was accomplished in part through the Heroes That Help visual radio series. The Disaster Response State grant helped survivors in the 26 Missouri counties impacted by disasters for instance in 2019, such as severe storms, floods, and tornadoes. Rachel Jones, the director of the grant for the Missouri Department of Mental Health says contact with disaster survivors comes down to two primary ways.
1: The first is through our contracted providers who are really boots on the ground in those communities responding to people and so I'm working with them and I'm hearing about the stories. I'm trying to help them problem solve and troubleshoot issues that the people in those communities need. But another way is that people sometimes do email or call the Department of Mental Health because they need someone to talk to. They have questions about the disaster, how it impacted their community and what they're supposed to do next and who we can connect them to. And so sometimes I do get the opportunity to do some one-on-one with someone through phone or email to try to connect them to a local resource.
0: Jones, whose role at the Missouri Department of Mental Health also entails management of trauma-informed care, is exposed to disaster survivors who might be more vulnerable to mental health issues following a disaster. The highest risk factor, according to Jones, is the survivor who has already suffered anxiety, depression, or trauma. Having to deal with disaster aftermath often exacerbates existing vulnerabilities.
1: So anyone who's already living with a condition is going to be more vulnerable, and it'll be a little harder, perhaps, for them to recover from a disaster.
0: Other disaster survivors who might be more vulnerable to mental health issues are people who lack protective factors and do not have support around them
1: whether that's family support, financial support, a community that has resources available that can come together after times of disaster. So anybody who's already struggling with mental health or substance use, anyone who doesn't have access to those supports and connections, it's gonna be a little harder for them to recover from a disaster. It's possible. It just takes a little longer. They may have to strategize differently. They may have some setbacks. They may go for several months without knowing what to do. So those symptoms get worse and things get delayed.
0: Vulnerability knows no age. Regardless of how old they are, disaster survivors feel the impact of disaster trauma, but in different ways. For instance, adults tend to have a greater number of responsibilities.
1: In terms of disaster, let's say, They have land, or they have a home, they have a job, they have responsibilities to care for kids or grandkids at home. And so a disaster strikes, they may feel that differently because of all those additional lived experiences and responsibilities that they have. It may be a lot of pressure and stress for them because they're not only trying to manage it for themselves but responsible for other people too. But on the flip side of that, you know, even though children are very resilient, they can recover and learn quickly from things, they also rely on the adults in their life. So if the adult in their life is under distress and not doing well, that child's gonna feel that, and that does put them at risk too. So I don't know that one is more at risk than the other, but they certainly play off of each other because family systems are really important. They, in disaster work, because a lot of disaster is going to impact a community and a home and a family system, both parties, youth and adult, are at risk and we're always trying to find ways to help stabilize family systems.
0: Mental trauma resulting from disaster can lead to substance use disorders. Rachel Jones' background includes treating those suffering from substance use. Many of what she refers to as origin stories from substance users are from their high school years triggered by a trauma such as a fire, accident, or storm for which they lacked resources to cope with grief and loss. In those cases, young survivors are vulnerable to turning to substance use.
1: It was a slippery slope because what started as this is really hard and overwhelming I don't know what else to do so let me just use turned into months and years of use which then introduced other problems which set them down a road where they may have really struggled the first part of adulthood to the point where you know eventually they are unable to manage in relationships with romantic partners. They have trouble raising their own children and teaching stress tolerance to someone else because they don't even really know it very well themselves. I certainly had a lot of experience in substance use treatment, seeing how that initial trauma can really set somebody up to not know what else to do besides numb the pain, just escape from it because it's overwhelming and then what that can do later is develop long-term addiction, which takes a lot of time to recover from, and it impacts a lot of other people.
0: The Disaster Response State Grant itself provided the Missouri Department of Mental Health the resources to fund help in communities bearing the impact of disasters.
1: You know, a lot of times in Missouri, our rural communities are the ones impacted by natural disasters, where there may not be a lot of resources anyway, so being able to just provide them additional funds so that they can reach out to more people, do assessments and screenings and provide treatment, whatever that needs to look like. Another thing we were able to do that I think bolsters our disaster response, we were able to pay for naloxone, naloxone distribution around the state for those counties so that we can prevent overdose deaths Mm -hmm. and save people's lives, so that was great. And then the really creative, fun stuff has come on the information and education and training side, where we're able to reach so many different professions that have a role in this work, but often people don't know it. I mean, even in this video series and hearing from all the different professionals who really are heroes, they do not wear capes. They're not always on the front page of the newspaper. They're not interviewed on the radio. People don't know their story, they don't know how they connect, but they're heroes. And I think this work has really helped bolster that. I hope that it helps highlight that Missouri's got a really great disaster response team.
0: Jones calls it a system that works, connected in an interdisciplinary approach. It's her hope that Missourians find in that a sense of relief and confidence. She says there are many people who work to make sure that state agencies are prepared to respond at any time of the year.
1: Whether it's sunny skies or stormy skies, people have dedicated their profession, they've dedicated their work to really trying to help Missourians. So I hope that part of what we're doing here with this particular series is also helping to bolster all those professions, understanding it them understanding how trauma impacts each of them and what they can do in their own profession to have more conversations, to support staff differently, to get access to help for people who need it.
0: It's natural to think of the immediate impact of disasters, but Jones points out that recovery is a months-long process, if not more. After initial needs are met, people are left with the grief of loss and the difference their day-to-day life means to them
1: sometimes people are trying to recover in isolation and in silence and it's okay to talk about it it's okay to say man that tornado came through in 2019 i'm still having trouble and it's still kind of hard for me it's okay to say that it's okay to admit that i hope that we can be a society where we allow people to grieve at their own pace no matter how long that takes and constantly look for opportunities to get them access to resources. Instead of people feeling ashamed that I should have got through it, that was a year ago, nobody's talking about it anymore, I just need to get on with it. It's just not that easy sometimes. We just need to be a patient culture that says, hey, everybody's going at their own pace here and there's resources available to help. No shame, if you're still struggling, feel free to tell somebody about that because there's people who can help.
0: Rachel Jones concludes with a reminder that disaster survivors need grace and compassion in however long their journey to recovery. I'm Tom Stever.